You know what we have to do? What? Is as a responsible rom-com pod class. Pod class? Podcast mm. Pod class. We need to come up with like an answer to that question. I so, know. I was thinking that too. I was like, I should have these primed and ready, like ready to go. But it's so hard to decide. I know. But I think. I know what my number someone, one is. Yeah. Wait, number one Harry, will. Number one will always be when Harry met Sally. Yeah. There's no, no contest. Yeah. I can give you a lot more than three. Yeah. (laughs) I can give you movies I love when I'm in a certain kind of mood. (laughs) Why don't you say a movie and I'll tell you how I feel about it. Oh my God. (laughs) Yes. That's actually perfect. Anyway, I'm Shelby. I'm Sam. This is the Rom Complex. One, two, one, two, three, four. Oh, I'll meet you at the meet cute, wearing a meat suit. That's a suit, it's made out of meat and you. I came Boy. back came back with the air horns. <laughs> we got the air horns back. It's only fitting as we enter October. Oh the yeah. The month of air horns. Yeah. <laughs> air horns and pumpkins. Everybody knows that. Everyone knows that. Those are the two things you have in October. Yeah. I have a fussy cat in my lap. And by fussy, I mean he won't leave me alone, but also won't sit patiently in my lap. Mm. Anyway. We're talking about a movie today. Yeah, we are. In our theme, first we should get into our theme, which is Opposites Attract, a.k.a. October. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it is. We're October and all over the place. Uh, Listen. Listen, we love, guys, you know, I'm a very big enemies to lovers gal. Um, So they just understood each other. Yeah. They would fall in love. Exactly. Stop being on opposite October sides of each other. It just doesn't work. It just doesn't work. Until it so, does. And, yeah, and then they, yeah, I mean, that's the whole conceit exactly. of the rom-com. Precisely. That it doesn't work until it does. Precisely. Uh, we're starting it out with a movie that I remember being so bad that I didn't want to watch it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> And that is The Ugly Truth uh, from bam, bam, sometime bam, 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 in the 2000s. I didn't I write didn't any notes for this. I apologize. Um I also don't know what year this movie came out, but I guess like 2009. I don't know. It does feel like a 2009 film. Oh, you're right. Oh my God. She did it. You did it. You were so right. Yeah. Starring Miss Catherine Heigl and Mr. Hot and Sexy Gerard Butler. The Phantom himself. The (laughs) Phantom. And the dead Irish husband and P.S. I love you in the flesh, alive, <laughs> not dead. Flesh. So we're talking about the ugly truth, which is about a news producer. People love rom-coms about the news, especially in the 2000s. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Like local news stations was a very big right. theme. Um, something about the working for the news. That's a very rom-com job. It is. Working for and the news. People love watching rom-coms about failing news shows yes. that, that, that need to get turned around. Yes. Because we've certainly, we talked about Morning Glory, which was like. We did. This, but without the rom-com part. <laughs> Less uh, raunchy, I think. Yeah. Certainly. Also. And I knew based on the fashion that it had to be, I knew it came out after I graduated high school, but before fashion moved away from that 
low-rise pants. Oh, God. Cardigan over a cami-type fashion. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> With, like, flats? Yes, exactly. Ballet like, flats. everyone looks like a kindergarten teacher, <laughs> um, except for the and people And that's fashion, wearing, baby. Right, wearing, like, a slip of a miniskirt. Ah, um, uh, yeah, true. So... We've got a failing news program produced mm-hmm. by Katherine Heigl's character, Abby, mm-hmm. I think. Yes, Abby. Abby. Uh, she is exacting in what she wants. She knows yes. precisely what she wants. Mm-hmm. And this has not worked out for her in the dating world. No. Because she wants a man who... Listens to classical music mm-hmm. and likes dogs, but prefers cats mm. and never wakes up before her on a Sunday mm-hmm. and will order tap water at a restaurant because it's the same thing. Mm. And all the shit, it's like when it's like, okay, in a relationship, that stuff doesn't really matter. No, you know, that's not gonna, you gotta look at people's actions, yes. not their water preferences, you know? Um, I mean, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, yes, I agree. She also loves to do extensive background checks on men before she dates them, which is very off-putting. <laughs> yeah, but like I kind of get it. You do. In I today's do get it. <laughs> you can't be too careful. I would need right. like references. But you, you, you would ask the guy for references, and like you wouldn't. Tell I him all of that stuff that you learned in your background. Oh yeah, track. no, that would just be me making sure I'm not going to die. Exactly. Yeah. She is like, oh, in your background check, I see that you blah 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 blah. It's like, girl, you're giving away all the secrets. Yeah. Don't do that. Don't do that. You gotta keep um, some mystery. They also it's something weird that happens. Like in the very beginning, she just goes on a date with a random guy, mm-hmm. um, and he's like five eight. And they make him, they make it sound like that's so short. Um, and Catherine Heigl's 5'9". Like, she's only an inch taller than him, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's not. I you're mean, you're like, no, he's short. <laughs> Listen, you care a lot more about that kind of thing than I do. I, I do. Unfortunately, um, <laughs> as a tall girl, and I'm not that, obviously not that tall. I'm only 5'6". Um, I'm really not <laughs> like, that tall. As but an average, as a one inch taller than average girl. <laughs> yeah, as a one inch taller than average girl. But I've always like, maybe... I don't know. I've always wanted, especially in like a romantic relationship, and this goes back to just like societal expectations and bullshit. I've always just wanted to feel small, smaller mm-hmm. than my partner. Um, and as a, you know, not size zero, like above one inch above average height girl, I just like I need someone who's going to make me feel smaller. I know. And okay. dainty. S- listen, Sam, I'm going to get into your brain a little bit. <laughs> Um, and this is going to be uncomfortable to hear. Oh, no. But I don't think it's just that you want to feel small. Why? I think you want to feel safe. Ooh. And protected. Wow. Yes. Um, and the thing is, someone doesn't have to be tall to be, like, strong. <laughs> no, but it's usually, like, if you need to make a snap judgment. Yeah. Right? If you need to make a, can this man protect me? Mm-hmm. It's like, yes, I'm going to go. Like, I mean, hey. If a if a short king proves himself to me, yes, then we ain't got would, no issues. It would just take some more for the short exactly. king to prove himself to you. I see. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. Thank you You're for welcome. for therapizing me a little bit. You're I appreciate welcome. It. I just you know there are all these short, strong kings out there. Listen, I need a chance. <laughs> here's the thing: if we're going based on 2022 dating, like. Everything's on a fucking app or like through the internet, right? I'm always going to be making snap judgments. That's just the nature of dating in 2022. Everything has to be a snap judgment until it's not. um, Until you actually meet somebody. So yeah, I'm going to go according to my fucking preferences until I meet someone who changes my mind. Yeah, I did see something online that was like, uh, you know, people are like, oh, you're missing out on all these nice guys because they're not like traditionally handsome. And then someone's like, I've dated those like less than traditionally handsome guys. They're just as shitty. Yeah. 
Yeah. So why not get like a not, why not get what I guy? want? Why not get someone who I'm attracted to based solely on their looks and then hopefully they have a nice personality. And yeah. the funny thing is is that like <laughs> I've also seen this and I don't know if it applies to both men and women. I know that this apply I think the story that I had heard was solely women, but like hot women are very rarely approached, like actually approached. Um, yeah, I can confirm. <laughs> Because because men are even like delusional, like men with all the audacity are still just very, very intimidated. I think it works for men as well. I think like the hottest guy in a bar, women aren't going to approach because they're like, nah, he's probably I'm probably way like below his league. He wouldn't even give me a second chance. But for the most part, they're just like, yeah, it'd kind of be nice if someone came up and talked to me. That'd be nice. It's kind of why I'm here trying to meet new people. I'm telling people this all the time. I don't believe in leagues. Just talk to the people. Who no, a hundred. No, a hundred percent. But I'm just saying that that's yeah. why they're just like people assume. Oh, there's no way that guy would ever be into me. So they just don't go talk to him. Yeah. But hey, shoot your shot. Never shoot know. your shot. Just Always shoot it. your shot. Uh, so she gets home from this date. Of course, it fucking sucked. And Obviously. she is watching. The, she has like the TV on. Her cat steps on the remote. Mm. Um, fucking cats man lots of remote based accidents in this movie <laughs> this is the first of two i count that as a lot because it's more than what's usually in That's movies true. which is zero yeah uh, <laughs> so, there's a lot of remote humor in the ugly truth yeah, we love a remote humor i, I rewound <laughs> i'm gonna take it again we love a remote humor anyway so the cat steps on the remote changes the channel Mm -hmm. i swear to god i can speak english sometimes (laughs) i have a podcast i speak weekly at least (laughs) because you hear me here okay the show that comes on is called the ugly truth it's Mm -hmm. just this you know guy it's gerard butler playing this character of like Men and women are so different. Guys are simple. They want this. The reason guys aren't dating you, ladies, is because you aren't hot enough. And just like all this, like, very much boiling women down to these, like, marriage chasing, Mm -hmm. obsessive, needy people and men down to these simple animalistic creatures. Mm -hmm. Can all human beings be either of those things? Absolutely. 100%. Are men and women those things all the time? No, they are not. Absolutely not. Um, and we know this. And the movie knows this too. Because clearly both of these, cha- they set up both of these characters mm-hmm. as just like unrealistic in right. their beliefs. Gerard Butler's character, Mike, he doesn't even believe what he's saying. Mm-hmm. Because we see him talking to his nephew off camera and being like, don't listen to what I say on my show. Listen. <laughs> You brought it up, so we're going to talk about it. That, okay, I know that you, after rewatching this, you already told me that you were like, that wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. It wasn't. I was furious <laughs> um, watching this movie because, like, I, like you said, we both know that, like, the filmmakers don't believe any of this stuff. Like, the whole point is to show these two characters who are on complete opposite, like, stereotypical sides of the spectrum of like men are from Mars women are from Venus type bullshit right um but that scene made me so angry because he's like um you know the nephew comes in and he's like hey I did that thing that you said on your show and it didn't work um he's like you're not supposed to do that with um with little like prepubescent girls they don't have fucking self-esteem you're just gonna hurt their feelings Mm -hmm. you're supposed to do that with like hot 20 year olds I'm never I'm like yeah because hot 20 year olds don't have feelings <laughs> yeah no they stop having them they stop uh, <laughs> having them after they hit puberty like you what hit 20s and your feelings your insecurities just float on away oh, yeah <laughs> yes especially if you're a woman in this society they don't exist you don't have feelings um but that just made me so angry because it was like oh you know 20 year olds who think they're hot shit and it's like every single 20 year old I've ever met in my 20s outside of my 20s who was like who thought they were hot shit were like the most insecure people I've ever 
like met in my entire life. So just uh, this idea that he's like, oh yeah, don't do that while you guys are kids. Just do it when you're older. And it's like, don't do it at all. Maybe, maybe just treat women with respect and kindness and, and hopefully they'll treat you the same way. Um, yeah. The whole time I was just like, Mike, who hurt you? Oh, and we get an answer to that question. It's kind of of. vague. It is very vague. (laughs) (laughs) So she's watching this show, and she's getting so pissed off at the stuff he's saying that she actually calls in. Abby calls into the show Mm -hmm. and is talking to Mike and is like, no, well, I believe, you know, there's a guy who is has all of these qualities Mm -hmm. that I want and isn't an animal like you're saying. Um, And she's, and he's like, okay, then bring him down to the studio. And it mm-hmm. is revealed that this man is, she has not met this man. Right. Um, so she, you know, goes into work next day. Surprise, surprise. Who's there? It's Mike. Mm-hmm. His segment has gotten so much, you know, clout in the local Sacramento area. Yes. This is set in Sacramento. <laughs> uh, yep. <laughs> that, that the, the, head of the studio the, of her failing news show is like this guy's gonna get our numbers up right so they get him on with the quarreling news anchor it's the quarreling married couple mm-hmm. who anchor the show mm-hmm. and he gets them to actually talk to each other and start making out on air which yeah if I saw news anchors making out on air, baby, I'm going to watch the news. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't have no idea what's going Who needs on now. Sweeps? <laughs> Just let them make out. Just let them, let them kiss a little bit. Um, it would definitely, bit. I think in 2022 times, it would definitely make like the rounds on social media. Be like, hey, look at this married couple that just made out on cable news for 20 minutes. People being like, it was highly unprofessional. And other mm. people being like, oh, I was sweating. So <laughs> um, yes, 100%. I love how different people are. Everyone <laughs> just has different opinions about everything. Okay. <clears throat> so, mm-hmm. of course, Abby's very uh, unhappy right. about this. At home that night, she uh, her cat, again, was fucking shit up. Mm-hmm. crashes her fishbowl and then jumps away. up into the tree outside and Abby for some reason is like I'm gonna climb up into this tree in my nightgown and get this cat down dude just leave the cat up there yeah he's fine he'll be yeah. okay he'll um, he'll make his way home maybe. when she's up in the tree what does she see Sam mm, hot boy Hot boy. Doing hot boy things in his house. He's doing hot boy things, a.k.a. getting out of the shower and wrapping a towel around his hot boy waist. Hot boy waist, Uh, hot boy towel. (laughs) She she sees her new hot neighbor, uh, and then she gets so distracted by his sexy body and her Mm. cat uh, causing problems. She then, like, falls out of the tree, and she's just hanging there. Her knickers are showing (laughs) Not her knickers. <laughs> Not her knickers. Um, and he comes out, the hot boy. Mm-hmm. And man, he's a man. Yes, he's a man. We he they, comes to try come to come on. We're not yeah, we're not weird. We're not weird. We're so normal. We're so <laughs> normal. <laughs> Dude, someone earlier was said something about like me having mental problems, and I was like, hey, I may have mental problems. But I also have mental solutions. <laughs> Wait, I want that on the deeper. That's Listen, hilarious. We should put that. Actually, that fits with the rom complex, and we should make merch with that on there. We're gonna do it. That sounds. Okay. I'm gonna. I'll. I'll mock it up. That's hilarious. Thank you. I may have mental problems, but I also have mental solutions. Well, yeah, I had my sweater on earlier. I don't know if you read it before I took it off, but it says mm-hmm. um, I'm pretty cool, but I cry a lot because uh, that's yeah. just true. I do. This is real hot girl shit that this we is, do. This is um, real hot girl shit. What the hot boy does is his towel falls off right in front of Catherine's face. And so she's staring directly at his penis, which we don't get to see because God this dang is it. <laughs> so rude ratings or whatever Uh, fine um 
MC, what is it called? What am I, what am I even going to do with that? MC, what's the, what's the rating thing M-P-A-A. called? MPA. There you go, MPAA. <laughs> I'm really bad with just like organization names if you haven't And noticed. yet you can quote every line yeah. of she's the man. <laughs> yes, I can actually. Um, that's where all of my energy is at. It's just not with organizations. Yeah. <laughs> I get it. Sometimes yeah. I hear a fact and I'm like, I don't want that fact in my head. I need more. I need to save that room for like Pokemon names. And yeah. Stuff. Come on. Prior- it's called priorities. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, so it turns out this guy's a doctor. He like bandages her ankle mm-hmm. and she's like so into him. He gives her his number. She's mm-hmm. super, super excited. Yeah. But obviously she is not very secure in her ability to mm-hmm. get this man lock a man down to lock you know? him down right yeah. so the next day um after helping mike do like make his segment better because she's a producer she's good yeah. at what she does yes he's doing his thing he's showing girls jello wrestling he's like this is what people want to see uh, and and she's like all right zoom in lick the jello off her finger like she's you know giving things um Mm -hmm. he walks in she's she tries to call this guy to like set a date um the guy's about to blow her off and mike is like hold on i got this so yes he hangs up the phone on the doctor Mm -hmm. and he's like listen i can help you and if i do You'll let me do whatever I want for this rate for this segment and you won't argue with me. And she's like, okay, but what if it doesn't work? And he's like, then I'll quit. So they have this cute little like bantery moment. He helps secure the bag by mm-hmm. leaving Mr. Dr. Boy, Colin wanting more. Not um, healthy, Colin. <laughs> not healthy. No, not at all. Not at all. So You're not easily manipulated. Right? Manipulated. <laughs> And you're not interested until she's ignoring you? Yeah. Honey, You've got, what'd you do? You need therapies. Therapies. Yeah. You need therapies. Us. You need a piece multiple of therapy. Kind. <laughs> you need multiple kinds of therapy. Shock therapy. CBT. No. Um, so, yes. Then it goes into a Catherine Heigl, can Gerard I, Butler makeover sequence. Go ahead. There a war? No. There a piece. Sorry, I had to say it. Uh, go on. He makes her over. <laughs> Who are we? Oh, my gosh. We're so off. We're so, like, not even. We, we fun- what is it called? We lost the plot a long time ago. Um, just in life, Literally. not this plot. We know this plot. Oh, yeah. We got it. We got this plot down. It's just the plot of life. Um, so they have a makeover sequence in which, you know, Mike just continues to be the misogynistic, gross guy, you know, saying all of these just just blanket statements mm-hmm. about what men want. They want someone with long hair. They want someone who, like, dresses like a sexy librarian, you know? Um, yeah, you have to be the sinner and the saint. You have to be cold and hot. The virgin and the whore, you know? Right. Which is like, no wonder it's hard to be a woman. We're expected to literally be in opposition to ourselves. Mm-hmm. If we want a man, which, first of all, ew. Second of all, why? That sounds so difficult. It sure does. And all of this is just basically to trick men into dating you. Because he's like, he's like, yeah. don't, like basically, like, disguise who you really are. Yes. Uh, play it cool. Go, go like, go along with everything. Mm-hmm. Don't try to control the situation, um, which is just not who she is at all. No. Uh, she should be trying to find someone who sees that and accepts her for it, which is why I like enemies to lovers, which we'll get into after we kind of wrap up <laughs> the plot of the film. I think it's also important to notice during this, like, immediately, he's, they they are very close to each other at all times. They're mm-hmm. always close to each other. They're touching each other yeah. just in the way that like a, you wouldn't do with a casual acquaintance. You can right. see in their body language. This is chemistry, baby. Oh yeah, um, they have great chemistry. 
They have no chemistry with anybody else except each other. <laughs> that, yeah, I'll give you that. Thank you. Um, so she goes on a date with, with this guy. Mm-hmm. It goes well, you know, or what, is that what They happens? go to, they oh, go to, I going to say they go to hot dog. They go to baseball. <laughs> they go to baseball. And, they, and she they go to eats hot a hot dog. dog. <laughs> That's where hot dog is. Hot dog at baseball. They go to hot dog dog at at baseball. baseball. My favorite date format. (laughs) Excuse me. Would you like to join me for one hot dog at baseball? That's the only way I'm asking anyone out. Yeah. (laughs) I would like hot dog at baseball, please. Um, (laughs) Oh, my goodness. So she eats a hot dog like she's uh, blowing a penis and there's a whole moment. It's Mike is there in her ear the whole time, which I mean, Gerard Butler, I wouldn't be mad at it. Um, But he does have like a a, like insufferable American accent in this film, which not a fan. If he had his his real accent, I'd be like. Mm. <laughs> Sam's like ew American <laughs> gross disgusting um so as like kind of a little congratulations or whatever um before her second date um well actually they talk about how he starts to ask her Mike starts to ask Abby like well how do you masturbate how do you touch mm. yourself like how often because he you know he's like we're gonna need to get into this stuff and mm-hmm. she's like I, I don't I just don't I don't see myself that way she's very you know uptight about it which is fine I know a lot of women who are like mm-hmm. that um dude mm, <laughs> let it go mm. You're, there's a whole world out there waiting for you the adventure awaits uh, uh <laughs> there's so many toys there's so many materials Mm, um material girls you know yeah and you can really get to know yourself Mm. uh, and what you like yeah um and it's i i you know i don't want to pressure anyone into it but if you're an adult definitely something to explore anyway for sure um mike gifts abby a pair of vibrating panties now this scene stuck in my mind because like this is the only thing i remember about this movie yeah when i saw it when i was like 19 yeah um which coincidentally enough 19 is when i started masturbating Mm. so i can tell you (laughs) ah did you ever take the plunge and buy a pair of vibrating panties i hate that word so much i hate saying it it hurts me i'm not gonna say it not Yet. Mm. Hey. Do I have uh never mind. I'm not gonna get into my sex life. <laughs> I'll tell you off the air. Let's wow. go. Um leave the not yet part in. So <laughs> she puts them on because she's like, Oh, I have some time, my mm-hmm. date's running late. Um, but then it turns out she has to go to this work dinner with mm-hmm. Mike and her studio guy and um, they're like, okay, we'll pick your date up on the way. Right. She brings the little remote control vibrators just in her purse, the, the remote control for the vibrating underwear. She, that was her first mistake. I mean, I know she, it's for the plot. I get it. But, it's for the plot. Don't but also just like, don't, if someone uh-huh. catches you off guard and you don't have time to take them off, then just fucking leave the remote at home. Right. There's a range on that kind exactly. of Exactly. Um, I mean, nowadays they have them. So you can hook them They're up. They're like wireless. App. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> yes, that is but, true. Um, th- these are like remote control. I was like, what if, is she going to leave it at home and the cat's going to step on it? No, oh, it's way true. worse. It's way worse than yeah. that mm-hmm. because she drops it at a restaurant and the, a kid picks it up and a child is just playing with this remote while she's trying to speak to like department heads, big studio guys or whatever about Mike and these new segments and everything. And she's literally having an orgasm. Yeah. (laughs) It's it's very like, it's very like 2009 trying to emulate the energy of when Harry met Sally. Sally. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. But real as opposed to in which, you know, Meg Ryan is faking it. This is supposed to be a real it's real she and i love that mike knows what's happening yep and is enjoying it that's kinky as fuck yeah um he's just like (laughs) he's just 
just watching her yep. get humiliated in mm-hmm. a very sexy way. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the end of it, she didn't mind. <laughs> because, I mean, um, she got hers. You know what I mean? She, so, she certainly did. What I always thought was funny about that, <laughs> aside from like the obvious uh, part, what I always thought was funny was she starts describing the ceviche, right? And so mm-hmm. then one of the girls who's like obviously can see this woman is having an orgasm just like looks at the the guy next to her and she's like what's in ceviche (laughs) (laughs) hell yeah that's the i'll have what she's having yeah that's i'll have Um, what what she's having but it's just like i just i don't know why that line is in my brain what's in ceviche um (laughs) i just think that's so funny anytime like ceviche is mentioned that is the for like you know at a restaurant or something i'm like what's in the ceviche anyway um yeah, he knows. Uh, he watches. He lets her finish. That's very polite of him. And mm-hmm. then he goes and grabs the remote from the little boy who had it. I wish a kid hadn't had it. I wish yep. it was anything else. At literally like it was, anything else. I wish it was like getting kicked around the restaurant or like some adult picked it up, you know, at least yeah. an adult. Like, yeah. He, I don't like that as a kid. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I changed that. I edit it. Yeah. In my, in no, my yeah, 100%. It, it, it's uncomfortable. Like, I honestly, um, in like a more, I guess, modern setting, the cat thing would have probably been preferable to the kid uh, yes. finding it. But yeah, I think there were other ways that it could have been done. Absolutely. Like There's an old, so many other options. Like an old person could have picked it up thinking it was like the, the little timer for where you like, your reservation's ready. You know, those, yeah. those little things. <laughs> yeah. Just not a kid. Like someone who can't really see very well. Yeah. It's like, why is the light on, on? Right. I guess they had to be like, well, who's not going to know what this is? Yeah. Um, Cause it says like pleasure and ecstasy. And oh, stuff on it. I guess. But I still don't like this. Yeah. Blo- um, someone who can't see very like you can't read with cause their eyes. I don't know. Anybody, anybody else. So everything's going well. The show's going well. It's getting good reviews. Um, her, Abby's dates with Colin's going well. They're going to go to go away to Tahoe one weekend and mm-hmm. finally have sex because <gasps> they haven't yet. Ooh. Mm-hmm. But uh, fucking Mike. <laughs> Mike. I can't remember this Fucking. <laughs> he gets booked on the Late Late Show with... Um, Craig Ferguson. Colin, Colin. I was going to call him Colin Ferguson. Colin Ferguson. Craig, Craig Ferguson. Listen, Craig Ferguson is hands down one of my favorite, not if not the favorite late night host. He's my favorite. I, I could watch old Craig Ferguson videos for hours. He, first of all, he's interviewed so many people that I love like when they were really early in their career. So it's actually mm-hmm. kind of fun to watch, but he's just like, I just love that he would always rip up his cards every time a guest would come out. And like the, he would have the competitions at the end with the harmonica and all this like just stupid shit. It was just so <laughs> dumb. And I loved it. I watched the Drew Carey show a lot when I was a kid and he was in that. And I, so I like have a soft spot for him, yeah. but I, you can't catch me watching a late night a late show a late night television i don't i don't talk i don't watch talk shows um i love talk shows it ain't me baby you don't like to talk we have a whole ass podcast and you're like talk shows who needs them listen i'll (laughs) be on a talk show i'm just not gonna watch a talk show okay my my second (laughs) favorite to craig ferguson has to be graham norton i love watching graham norton you just don't like america you like accents no just because they're fun like these are fun i don't know sometimes i watch like a jimmy kimmel or like a ew fucking james (laughs) corden and i'm like this is so uncomfortable like i don't watch the shows i'm saying i'll like if I know. I know a celebrity that I like has been on one, I'll watch the like clips of it. And I'm like, why is this so uncomfortable? Meanwhile, anyone who went on Craig Ferguson or goes on Graham Norton is just like, yeah, we're just here. We're having fun. Let's talk about we're stuff. We're just here having fun. Um, I take it back. I do like one talk show. I like what? the Eric Andre show. <laughs> Very different. Uh, <laughs> oh, well. So, um Craig Ferguson. He gets gone, Craig Ferguson. And now they're worried that the that they're that's down in Los Angeles. They're worried that 
some local Los Angeles station is going to steal Mike away from them. Right. So Abby has to cancel her trip to Tahoe and go to L.A. Yes. To make sure that to like convince Mike to stay. Right. Things go well on the show. Mm-hmm. She and Mike meet for dinner after and it's just them. He's like, I wanted to celebrate with you. And she st- she's like, I, you know, I want to talk about this thing. And he's like, I already turned it down. Mm-hmm. I like being in Sacramento. I'm close to my nephew. He lives right next door to his sister and nephew. Right. Um, and she's like, okay, great. So they just let loose and have a good time. They're drinking drinks. They're dancing. <gasps> Salsa the dancing. The chemistry when they're dancing. Mm. A man who can dance. Uh. Who will just take you and spin you around. Oh my God. Do you know what? So God, now I can't talk. I think you gave it to me. Um, Do you know what's so funny is that today while I cleaned my entire apartment from top to bottom, I was just listening to salsa music the whole time. Um, Throwing it back to like my childhood. Whenever we had to clean, my parents would just like blast salsa music while we were all cleaning. And so I was listening to it all day and it got to a point where I was like, we should go out dancing. (laughs) We should absolutely go out dancing. We need to find a salsa club so I can show off my moves the two that I have um but yeah just this idea of like a man flinging you around the dance floor even if it's not good it's still fun you know to be like held a certain way and like yeah your body's moving in rhythm it's hot it is hot Mm -hmm. and yeah even if you're doing being silly like Mm -hmm. just connecting on that level you're both moving to the music um I love it me against the music (laughs) <laughs> I can't I can't hang with someone who's not going to match my energy when I'm dancing in like a grocery store because I will dance in a grocery store. The tunes are good. Hell store. yeah. I heard the Maroon tunes in my head are always day. good, Sam. <laughs> oh, nice. Do you want to talk about the Adam Levine DMs? Because I thought they were hot. <laughs> like, I may need to see the booty. Oh, mm. sir. Okay. Mm. I know a little more about you now than I did before, I think. I love when, okay, the way that he had, like, fuck with, like, a thousand Ks, like, I love that. (laughs) I love sending a picture and then getting, like, like someone just mumbling in response. Oh, no, I like, beautiful. I'm not going to say what I, never mind. We're not going to keep going on that thought train, Sam. Um, (laughs) Yeah. So I'm gonna anyway. say is I don't. Um. Anyway, <laughs> they're dancing, they're drinking, they're having a good time. They're in the elevator, and what do we love about elevators, Shelby? Fucking in them. <laughs> <laughs> they don't do that. They. Lo- <laughs> Thank you for matching that energy, though. That was fantastic. Um. They do not fuck in the elevator, no, but they do have a romantic sexually charged moment in the elevator Uh, yeah they're kissing big time oh yeah baby and they're they're really going the door's closing on them and they're like what is happening and they're Mm -hmm. just making out and then finally they're like okay you know he gets off on his floor um she goes up to hers and then she hears a knock at the door and she's like (gasps) he's back yes yes i'm gonna get laid um but no, it's fucking Colin. Fucking God Colin, damn it. man. <laughs> he shows up and he's like, oh, we didn't get to go to Tahoe. So I thought I'd come surprise you because we've been talking about everything we were going to do this weekend. Mm-hmm. I just didn't want to miss out on that. Wink, 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 wink. Mm-hmm. Which I found a little off-putting. Yeah. Um, like, he's like, I'm here so we can have sex. And it's yeah, like, that's, like, weird. If I had invited you here, yeah. that, the, you know, would be different. But I'm like, not even, I'm not really opposed to the fact that he showed up and surprised her. No, me neither. Because that's cute to be like, oh, you know, we were supposed to go away this weekend, but you're, you know, you had to do this for work, so I figured I'd come keep you company. I'd be like, okay. And then I'd be like, yeah, let's fuck. <laughs> right. Why but not? The, just because he was like, you yeah. know... I'm here to have sex with you. Yeah. It's just a little bit. It's just, then it's like, oh, this is not, this is like an, now I'm am I like obligated yeah. or like, like you came here and now I have to have sex with you. Anyway, um, she eventually is like, you know what? I can't do this 
because she's like what do you like about me and he just lists things that are not her at all before this happens though Mm -hmm. you have the moment where there's another knock at the door right that came before that was jared butler and (laughs) there he does say his name weirdly because he's not from america um I just don't know how to say it because I am not Scottish. Scottish, right? He's Scottish. Anyway, um, there's another knock and Colin opens the door and Gerard Butler is like, uh, what the even heck? And um, <laughs> Abby shows up. I'm mixing names here. Uh, Abby shows up and she's like, hey, what's going on? Um, he's like, oh, nothing. I got to go. Um, and so then Colin goes back into the room and Abby chases down Mike and is like, Hey, like what was she's, she's giving him the opportunity. She literally asks him, should I ask Colin to leave? Right. She's giving him the opportunity to be vulnerable. And you know what? She has the opportunity to, and neither of them steps up, but it was, but I believe in this case, the ball should have been in his court. Um, with she like stepped what, up more than him. She at least yes, offered absolutely. to get rid of him. Like she at least she was, offered to continue to explore whatever the fuck happened in the elevator. Yes. And he was like not having it at all. He's like, it's nothing, you know, whatever. And he he's not taking that opportunity to be vulnerable in any way because mm-hmm. he is a coward. Coward. Uh, <laughs> because he'd Phony. been hurt. He said he went through like a series of relationships with girls who didn't really like him, who were codependent, who had mm-hmm. who were, like overly emotional, who had these issues. And by the time he was like in his late 20s or whatever, or 30s, he was like, you know what? I don't think this is real. I um, do love how, um, you know, because we talked about it earlier, how they ask, oh, like who who messed you up? Like who hurt you? Um, And his answer is just very, very vague. And he just lists a bunch of different types of girl, but he also in that conversation makes it seem like they were all the problem. Yep. (laughs) And it's like, "Mm, honey, after a certain point, (laughs) it's not them. Takes two to tango, babe. (laughs) Yeah. It's a relationship. (laughs) Um, so he does not, uh, he does not step up, and no. she goes back in the room, and that's when she asks Colin, like, "What do you like about me?" And she's she's basically like, "No, I'm not like that at all. Mm-hmm. I am controlling and neurotic and all these different things. And yeah. who would love someone like that?" And I was just like, "Oh, my heart." Yeah, my heart, my poor heart. Plenty yeah. of people is the answer. So many. And it's just, it's so, um, obviously this is the point of the moment, but in real life, out of context of this movie, if you're dating someone and you are not being authentically yourself in this relationship because you're worried they're going to leave you or they wouldn't like you if they really got to know you or whatever, to ask someone that question in a very vulnerable way and say like, what do you like about me? And they start listing things that aren't you. Mm-hmm. Oh, oof. That just, like, your self-esteem was already low, right? Because you're lying to this person to get them to like you. But mm, just, like, the hit of every single thing that isn't you I really like about you is just so, it's so sad. So what does Mike fucking do? He quits the job and, like, leaves and leaves her, you know, just hanging. Right, for, like, another local A local competitor in Sacramento. And it's, like the fuck Mike you're you're an idiot yes. if you can't deal with your shit whatever so they try to find a replacement for Mike and they're at this hot air balloon festival yes um the replacement sucks uh and yes Abby is so you know mad about all of this that she steps in for gets in the hot air balloon mm-hmm. and starts talking about you know what's wrong with men and then just like listing exactly uh, all of you know the <laughs> the traits that Mike has. Yes. yes um and he's listening from his other area in the hot air balloon mm-hmm. so he comes back then they're having a little argument in hot air balloon yeah and then they go up in the air Sam they go Allegedly. up into the air I would argue that the green screen is so bad, I can't even believe. <laughs> no, they they, re- they really went up. It's so bad. Literally, they're supposed to be like 
like maybe five, ten feet or like, yeah, maybe like 10, 15 feet off the ground. But it like literally looks like they're above a canyon. Like it, <laughs> it's just so bad. They're I also want to point there. out. I also want to point out uh, Brie Tan. Is her name Brie Tanner? Yeah. Um, who plays Catherine Heigl's like little friend. I feel like Brie Tanner is the younger generation um like every girl like she's in she's the best friend mm-hmm. in everything from like the t- the 2000s i actually really like her she was in a t i believe this was her oh turner no. brie turner brie turner i said tanner because i was thinking about full house. twilight oh <laughs> and also twilight but mostly full house <laughs> oh <laughs> um she was in the tv show grim and i really liked her in that oh, show yeah she was also I in just my luck with chris pine and Lindsay lohan yeah yeah she was <laughs> um so what are we talking about yes so she is she i feel like is the like surrogate audience member like she's she's what we're feeling because she is just trying to get these two to like get their heads out of their asses yeah um which is what we are trying to tell them to do. Cause like clearly mm-hmm. they work really well together. Not even just phys- like personally, but also in business. Yeah. They, they're a great team and they clearly respect each other. Mm-hmm. Even if they don't, you know, agree with stuff. They, they're very similar. Mm-hmm. They just chose different ways to express that. Yes. Uh, and they are still on camera when they're in this hot air balloon, and they do not know that. Yes. So they're talking. And of course, she's still feeling bad. You know, she's like, I broke up with, you know, Colin. Um, and he's like, right. what? Fucking Mike finally finds his vulnerability, Ugh. tells her that he's in love with her. Mm-hmm. And she's still like, <laughs> she's still know? not hearing it. She's not well, hearing because he's, it. He's saying it. But he's saying it with other stuff. And so she's focusing right. on the other stuff. He's saying he's calling her a psycho and, and neurotic and all these things, which like, sure, it's part of your yeah. character. Of course, he would say it like that. But obviously, you just called her a psycho. Yes. She's but upset. also she feels like I mean, that's how she thinks of herself, too. Mm-hmm. And that and so him being like because she the reason I like this is because you could tell in that earlier scene when she was like, who would love someone like mm-hmm. this? It's like, Mike already does, dude. And he fucking does. And then he yeah. tells her. And she's like still so sad about how she is as a person that she feels mm. unlovable that she can't even hear someone telling her that he is in love with her. I think it's, but I think it's also specifically Mike, right? Because at this point. Yeah. <laughs> They had a moment. She thought he was going to finally accept her as, you know, a potential partner or whatever. Um, And he just fucking rejects her. She was vulnerable and she got fucked over. So she's like, fuck it. Then she has the whole moment with Colin. Then she finds out he fucking quit. So it's like all of this shit is stacked up against her. I think even if Mike would have been like, well, I'm fucking in love with you. She would have been like. No, you're not like, or whatever. <laughs> she would, she wouldn't have believed him because at this point there's just so much stacked against him. Right. Like, why didn't you do the stuff that you should have done? Actions versus words, my <laughs> right. dude, you know? Um, it's like, you're, you're kind of turning me around here. You spin yeah. my head right round. Um, <laughs> but eventually she hears it and they kiss mm-hmm. proving that, you know, crazy girls can be loved too. Uh, <laughs> Crazy girl. Hashtag crazy girls need love too. What one of the things that we were talking about mm-hmm. off air about this movie is that you've got both of these characters who are so extreme in their views, especially mm-hmm. Mike and the shit he's spewing. Um, and I feel like that actually is representative of a lot of the stuff that we still hear mm-hmm. online. You have people like super misogynist people like Andrew Tate or whatever the fuck his name is yeah. saying like all this shitty stuff. And then you also have this other not saying this is as bad or as harmful, but there's also a lot of like, you know, men are trash. I hate men mm-hmm. rhetoric. They're all like this, blah, blah, blah. And we know being 
you know, regular people who yeah. are out in the world that that those aren't accurate depictions right. of humanity. Mm-hmm. Um, but those are what what we see, right? Because it's uh, titillating, mm. <laughs> right? It's like people. That's what people look because it's like, oh my gosh, I can't, you know, wow, this is so out there, and yeah. then you're drawn to it, and so. Because people make content to get views, to get listens, Mm -hmm. you have these very extreme uh, standpoints Mm -hmm. that are the ones that are the most vocal. Whereas like, come on, people. (laughs) It's not like that. Yeah. I mean, I think it's really hard to, and I know you already said that you can't really equate them simply because for the most part, the super misogynistic like gross Andrew Tate wannabes and him actually um online are like their rhetoric is very harmful um, yeah like physically harmful like it causes it women to be abused violence, yeah right exactly yeah. um whereas the rhetoric coming from the I hate all men crowd is usually more like I hate all men <laughs> because of the way they treat us it's not right like, I hate them because they're men it's like I hate the way men treat women and it's of awful. course um, um, and it's just more fun to say men are trash um <laughs> it just simply is, I but do. you're right you're right I do agree and I think that that people who take offense like literally take offense at the men are trash thing yeah. it's like you're not you, you know, want to be offended at that point. right you just um, want to because you know even yeah but like we can acknowledge that there are plenty of human beings mm-hmm out here who are not trash yeah um and we know that yeah so, I think the the proper response is just like yeah <laughs> uh yeah they are uh I see why agreed. you think that yeah I see, if yeah, a man would agree with me when I say men are trash I'd be like um but I've met plenty go. of men who do like yeah. they do agree when those are um, and th- I've met more of those men mm-hmm. than I have men who will actually fight you, on fight it. it, fight it, you know? So yeah. I, and that's, that's kind of where I'm coming from. Yeah. And you know me, I fucking love men. I, I you love do my love boys. Men. I love my boys. You do. Um, and so no, I, I think, think that. Go ahead. I, I don't know. I mean, I, dude, I used to say, I used to have a joke somewhere along these lines. I don't know. I mentioned something like this on stage once. And then Mm -hmm. someone afterwards called me an anti me too comic. And I'm like, no, that's not what I said or (laughs) meant. And I'm confused as to how you heard that. (laughs) I just, well, okay. So I think this also lends to something that I, I like texted you about while watching the movie. Yeah. And it's just that. You know, I think it's legitimate that both men and women, like everyone in our society is always looking for a way to understand the people that they are attracted to so that mm-hmm. they can then court, date, what a hookup, whatever it is your your end goal is. So there are a lot of people on the internet that take advantage of that and they decide, oh, okay, this is how you pull chicks or this is how you're going to land a man. Um, and so the thing that I texted you, I was like, why is it, and it seems, this is just my perception. I don't know if this is fact or not, but it does seem like it happens more with like men giving dating advice than it does with, um, like women talking about dating amongst themselves and like what works for them. Mm -hmm. But it does always seem like, why are we, why are like men who are looking to date women specifically, why is it that they're always listening to other men? who are just clearly so fucking hurt by women. It's like, how about you listen to someone who's in a secure, good relationship with a woman and treats her like a person and like, Hey, maybe these are some therapy techniques you can start incorporating into your, into your dating life so that you can find the right person for you. It's Um, almost like professionals have studied (gasps) this. What? What? And <laughs> have actual real information for you. Yeah. If you'd weird. like to access it. Weird. <laughs> Very I, sus, honestly. No. Um, but it's just so funny that we tend to listen to people who have no authority on giving us any of this advice. Right. Um, we listen to people who, who don't have a history of successful romantic relationships. Right. right. 
Um, Not me. I don't listen to goddamn single I mean, person. I, I'm <laughs> I've never taken advice a day in my life. life. <laughs> I'm living my best life. Um, but I also wanted to talk about the fact, as we're kind of wrapping up here, enemies to lovers. 10 yes. out of 10 recommend. 10 out of 10 mm-hmm. would do again. Mm-hmm. There is something... And I think we have probably discussed this before on the podcast, but one of the reasons that I really like Enemies to Lovers is simply for the fact that in a situation specifically with this movie, both of these characters, Abby and Mike, have shown the other their absolute worst, Mm -hmm. their most vile, like gross thoughts. And like vile is very relative because it's not like he was like, I like to kill babies, you know, (laughs) Um, you know. He's still a good person. Um, and even with all of that, even with the him calling her neurotic and psycho and, and knowing that she's type A and all of these things, there's still something, you know, mm-hmm. even at the end when he confesses that he loves her and she's just like not listening to him. She takes a beat and she goes, you love me. Why? And his answer is so real and so just like, exactly what you want to hear and he's just like beats the hell out of me like yes I don't like (laughs) it's like hey I see you for everything that you are and even with all of that I still love you weird yeah I don't know why I would normally (laughs) hate this but for you it just works um and it's something about the whole like being who you truly are not having to act a certain way because like in her relationship with Colin she was acting she Mm -hmm. was um being the cool girl being the chill girl um and when she didn't have to do that and she let her guard down he was able to see even behind the facade of the type a behind the control freak and figure out why she actually is this way um and then he wanted to fuck her. You know what I mean? So it's just like. <laughs> and it's not just that. Like he saw her. She did. She does a little happy dance when something mm. goes well for her. Yeah. And she was embarrassed when she did, accidentally did that in front of Colin. But she did it multiple times in front of Mike. And he yeah. obviously thought it was the cutest fucking thing in the yeah. world. Yeah. yeah. I love that for her. Dude. Um, I also love the <laughs> the macho male. Like when Colin has to go on the dinner with them or whatever. Um, and Colin's like, oh yeah, what, do you also work at the station? He goes, no, man. Like he is, he is like puffing his chest so fucking hard. And he's like, no, man, I'm the talent. Like relax. Like you're really not. You're just calm down. (laughs) Um, but it's just so funny to see like the progression of someone who, uh, I don't believe in love or whatever his Mm -hmm. issues are. Um, I do wonder if this couple would actually make it long term I don't know I think it depends on how they're able to handle their own insecurities yeah because it could Agreed. be I mean I could see a future where they start you know certain feelings don't go away certain insecurities mm-hmm. don't go away without work and if they start blaming each other for those things yeah as often happens when you spend 100 or 100 of your time around someone you know, yeah. that could that could be bad. But I believe in them, True. you know. Maybe they're growing. They grew together already. I hope so. But he did say men are incapable of change. And if he genuinely believes that, then we're in big trouble, mighty guy. That would be so sad. Could you Wouldn't imagine not so- changing at all? And that's the funny <laughs> thing about these, like, misogynistic like love gurus is that they re- they're like, men are just animalistic, blah, blah, blah. It's like, wow, that's so boring, though. Yeah. Yeah. Don't you want more for yourself? Don't you want more of your gender? (laughs) (laughs) Right? No, they don't. Well, some of them do, obviously. Obviously. Um, But but the people saying that stuff, they haven't thought about it that hard. Um, (laughs) Anyway, here we are at the end of the episode. Um, We got, let's see, what is today? The 6th, October 6th, I believe. Yeah. Um, So... You know, starting this week, you can now catch me uh, streaming video games Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays. Twitch.tv slash R2Shelby2. Please check it out. I gave you some air horns, too. Thank you. Thank you. I'm cute. I'm fun. I'm funny. She plays games? I'm not good at games, but I do play them. And... (laughs) 
have a good time with it. I would just watch you to just watch you like giggle and laugh at stuff. Because you're so cute when you giggle and laugh. (laughs) Thank you. I know. Um, but if you want to hear more about our podcast, obviously, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at The Rom Complex. Yeah, guys, we got some exciting stuff coming your way. So if you're not following us, you'll never know. Um, you probably will. You'll figure it out. But follow us anyway. Send us an email, uh, theromcomplex at gmail.com. If you want a special note or a story we can write you a three sentence story why not let's just offer random things now um yeah email us and most of all keep falling in love with yourself bye Okay, owl. <laughs> <laughs>